Hello, Knights of the Rolled Table, and thank you for listening. I'm putting announcements at the top of this episode for two reasons. First, to acknowledge uh, it's taken me a really long time to get this episode out on top of my regular dose of chaos. We've had some family emergencies and crises and things to deal with lately, and it's really delayed my ability to get this done, but uh, I love doing it, love keeping the podcast up, but we haven't monetized this podcast, it's not our job, and so it is a fun thing we do on our side, and we gotta put families and lives first. The holiday schedule is also going to make recording pretty difficult for the next month or two, so um, we will do our best and keep these episodes coming as much as we can. The second reason is that uh, putting announcements at the top of the show saves me the time of having to edit in uh, the music cuts and things in the middle of the show, so that's 15 minutes of uh, saved time that allows me to go on and edit the next episode. So thank you for listening. As always, thank you for spreading the word and keeping us going this long. We really appreciate you. So take care of yourself, take care of each other, and make life an adventure. keeping a good chunk of whatever coins you had with you like that container is right there and and one you're bit right there and you're like armor's a little torn up and whatever but like that like container is gone i think i yell out something bit me wait everyone stop what what bit you wait branch did you bite tiburon (laughs) a branch is way up here oh that's right it wasn't branch something else Tiburon would be dead if Branch bit him. That's true. Randall? Maybe. <laughs> Randall, did you bite Tiburon? Maybe. Randall! <laughs> Randall? No, I didn't bite him. All right. Tell the truth first next time. <laughs> oh, okay. It had, had to be something fast. Randall's ongoing night's audition is going poorly today. <laughs> Oliver pulls out a little tiny notebook and makes a little mark in it, looking at Randall, just like puts it away. Everyone, be on the lookout for something small and fast with big fangs, terribly fierce. Let's move on. Tiburon, where are you at? Where are you at right now? Uh, I think I want to trade places with someone. Does someone want to bring up the rear? I, I don't think I want to be there anymore. It's fine, boy. I'll take up the rear. Ain't nobody going to sneak up on old Sarsa. <laughs> or her tail. All right. So you kind of like regroup. Like, that was weird. Don't see anything. Don't know what we're going to do about it. Tipperon's kind of freaked out. But you resume walking. Like that old cartoon where everybody's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before too long you get to kind of a um a kind of a room outcrop and like a kind of like a widened out portion there's a little bit of a like camp like remains of camp materials here like somebody like stayed here for the night as you kind of like arrive in that room sarsa make a perception check 10 ouch all right well where do you keep your money and or gems. Jack, I think I think I think you know exactly where she keeps <laughs> money. It's how much could you keep in there? 
Uh, a lot, Zach. <laughs> a lot. But for the sake of this being a family-friendly podcast... Thank you. <laughs> we'll let you edit that out. She has a small satchel uh, that's in a, 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 a little pocket on her thigh, but it's underneath her sleeveless uh, coat. All right. Well, with oh, go ahead and roll with advantage. Give you another shot there since you're like on high alert for something appearing and trying to bite you. That was a nat 20. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you have you're just like walking along kind of like aware of of uh, that container you keep you set on your thigh. Yeah, she's she keeps little little gambling money, uh, bar money. Uh, it's it's like on it's like where Han Solo's blaster would hang. Gotcha. Like yeah, right like yeah, thigh out of thigh. thigh, hand right where your hands lie. If you need to reach for something, she doesn't want to be held up by having to fumble for coin. So you happen to be kind of like absolutely like looking down at that and putting your hand on it and kind of checking it when you notice from a cave wall, like solid cave wall, a creature emerge. Um, and it like merges out of the wall and like is going for that. And this creature has, it's pretty big. It's like floor to ceiling. This is maybe like an eight foot height, uh, corridor you're in. It's starting to open up more, but you're towards the back. So you're still in the corridor part. It looks almost like it's made of rock. It has sort of like almost warts on it, but like, looks like the warts are rocks. It has three legs with big clawed feet, three arms with kind of three clawed fingers on each arm and um, it has an eye that's looking right at you and it looks like it has a mouth above its eye that's pointing like up so three arms oh, three legs. oh i know what this is uh, oh. <laughs> mouth looks to be on top of it and it's like starting to angle down so that the mouth is going for your thigh but you see this thing emerge from the rock what do you do okay <laughs> Uh, you have the time so, to react because Nat twenty. Do we all do we all see this or just Sarsa? Initially, just Sarsa. Do I, do I? Can I take like a turn? Can I cast a spell? Do I have time to cast a spell? Yeah, I mean because you totally see it emerge, you have opportunity to kind of like. All right. Start initiative. Uh, Sarsa's going to kind of yelp real quick, <laughs> uh, but then she's going to collect her thoughts because she did see this before it strikes. And uh, she's going to cast Guiding Bolt as a third level spell. And uh, she's going to say, a big rock thing. Uh, hit that. There. There. Lighten it up. And uh, she's going to attempt uh, to. So basically, I have to make a ranged spell attack. Do it with advantage with your net 20. You have just enough range to get it off. Kind of like stumble backwards and fire a Guiding Bolt out. to hit. Ooh, that's a hit. So it lights up, gets everybody, between the yelp and the fact that this thing uh, suddenly illuminates, gets everybody's attention. Okay, so 46, but I did that as a third level, so that's going to be 66. So it'll take 26 radiant damage. It basically lights up, so what, that rock creature like is going to be like basically glow in the dark. Uh, attack rolls made against this target before the end of your next turn have advantage. So that thing's lit up and uh, significantly damaged. The guiding bolt damage seems to kind of like rocket pretty hard. It kind of like definitely stops in its tracks and like lifts up. It doesn't quite have time to react initiative wise. Everybody roll initiative to jump Ooh. into action here. 
Eleven for Tiburon. Twenty-one for Branch. Gotta roll initiative. Twenty for old Randall. Oliver rolled a twelve. Seventeen. We'll give Sarsa the kind of like soul surprise round reaction there, but everybody turns to it. Um, We have initiative order established. This thing is a Zorn, X-O-R-N. Anybody (laughs) wants to look it all up, they're pretty cool. Um, Yeah, it's fun. And uh, it comes up next in initiative order, and so like it's lit up in Guiding Bolt, and it like just takes a step back and disappears into the rock. You can't see it at all. There's no hole there. It didn't burrow. It seems to have just like materialized through the rock, which like will take us to who was that branch? But like your only target, you, we just went into initiative. Your only target just disappeared. So like, what do you want to do, Cave Bear? You're in the front, way ahead of it, so you could you see where it was. You had enough time to like locate it, but you're um, much more kind of like entering this kind of like open chamber among this kind of like campsite and stuff. Can I get to where it disappeared to? You could if you wanted to. You have to backtrack, yeah, kind that. of push people out of the way a little bit. Okay. Excuse me, pardon me. Excuse me, excuse me. Yes, pardon me. And then I want to, I want to sniff at it, just to see if I can like tell if there's anything there. And then uh, otherwise, I'm going to hold my action, and if it comes out, I'm going to attack it. Roll your perception, your sniff perception. That's uh, a seventeen. You can smell the creature like it was real, not an illusion. It has a scent. It's probably not something you've encountered before, but like you can kind of like, I mean, really ID that like, okay, I saw that thing and I'm smelling this scent and that must be what that thing smelled like. So like you get a read on it, but like it is like there's nothing. It just like came out of the rock. 17. uh, You also get a scent besides like, you know, the scent of everybody else and this creature. You get a little scent of something else as well. (laughs) You also don't really identify that, but it's different than what you're smelling much stronger here. And next up would be Randall. And we can't see it. Well, it's not so much you can't see the Zorn. It like went it's into like, the rock. Yeah, it's in the rock. But you can't see it currently because it's in the rock. Randall's going to go into his uh, bag of trash and he's going to um, pull out like a big, almost like a mini barrel and he's going to kind of open it up and he's going to take out a little uh, spoon and he's going to kind of like mix it up it's going to be like really thick and then he's going to kind of wipe it off, put some other little liquid inside, shake it up and then throw it and uh, throw it towards where that rock was. And he's going to say, oh, look out, uh, Branch. And uh, it's going to kind of shake it as it goes. And when it hits, it explodes. And all of this um, like uh, white webbing kind of comes out mm-hmm. and uh, he's cast web. Uh, from there uh, that explodes out. So now Webb is in a 20-foot cube from that point. Like against the wall? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Like you just threw, <laughs> threw a canister of Webb and like, <laughs> like, ah! put it out. Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, that wall is thoroughly webbed. Sars is up next. Oh, my goodness. So, but he's still like very much in the wall. Like we can't see him nothing gone and now the wall is covered in web open chamber with some like remnants of you're just starting to notice kind of like remnants of like some sort of a encampment in this open chamber mm. i'm gonna pass aid and i'm gonna say everybody be on your guard 
I, I don't think he's gone for long. I'll just cast that as second level. Randall, Tiburon, and Branch. Sorry, uh, Daily. Hm. You guys are going to get five extra hit points. Nice. Not to metagame, but uh, if you wanted to give that to someone else, I am in bear form. So uh, like, when yeah. I come out of this, I'm not going to lose any hit points. Oliver. I kept wanting to say Ollivander, and that's from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit. Uh, Fair. I get so, people's yeah. names wrong all the time. <laughs> so Oliver, Tiburon, and Randall will get extra five hit points. Oh, quite nice. Thank you. It's not nice. It's practical. All right. Aid is cast, and that will take us to Oliver. Oh, excellent. Um, Oliver is going to, you know, kind of assess the situation. And do I have, do I have any idea of what this is in my studies and knowledge? Roll for that. What seems survival, history, or survival? History is more of like, you know, identifying natural. I mean, I think like, you know, you can search your mind for it on whatever angle you want. Survival is like, what do I survey about this like threat? History is more like, have I ever encountered any description or of nature. this? Or nature. In my... Yeah, nature would be fine. Whatever you nature want to choose between there. Terrain, plants, and animals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 21. Oh, dang. Yeah, like, you think that's a Zorn? I know what this is. I don't know if you've encountered them, but um, you, Chris, know about Zorn, so, like, go yeah. with that. Yeah, he gets real... Uh, Oliver gets kind of excited. He's like, this is a, this is a Zorn. It's a, wait, wait, hold on. I... I uh, hello, hello, Zorn. Uh, uh, we mean you no harm. These are creatures. They dwell in the rock. They 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 swim through it like like fish in water. Now, if we're very careful, and we might be able to negotiate with them. Uh, excuse me. We'll we are not here to hurt you. We are we are looking for someone. We are looking for a dwarf. Tiburon, with a little bit of, like, uh, distance from your attack, you're like, hang on, most of my money was in that satchel. You're starting to do the math of, like, how much did it just eat? <laughs> you maybe have, like, a little bit of pocket change and, like, literal pockets or other things, but, like, most of whatever gold you were carrying was in the satchel that that thing just ate in, like, hard <laughs> coin. He ate my money. <laughs> oh, um... Uh, uh, and uh, Oliver pulls out his sack of coins and kind of reaches in and pulls out uh, 20 gold. And he's <laughs> like, uh, I've got more for you. Don't feed him more money. You already <laughs> ate all my money. I just hush. He might be in. He might be able to give us what we want. Information. Oliver, roll persuasion. <laughs> okay. Zorn's even smart enough to... Ooh, natural 20! <laughs> oh, dang! <laughs> wow. 25 total. Nice. Well, we'll have to give you that. The answer is, like, whatever. Maybe it's the tone of his voice, his alluring sensibilities, but, like, this Zorn starts to emerge towards Oliver's voice, which actually, like, takes it right into Randall's web. So it, like starts to emerge towards those coins and like pushes out into the web and definitely like gets stuck in. That'll be Oliver's turn taking to Tiburon. I think uh, it emerging I think it emerging would probably uh, have triggered my held action, right? You were holding an action to attack it? Yep. 
Unless you wanted to count my perception as my as my action, in which case, nope. Yeah, I'll give you that. So Oliver's kind of like taunt, you know, summoning it out, be like, "Nice Sorn, nice Sorn, we're friends here." He pulls it out, and the bear's like, uh, "So go ahead and roll that attack." And Oliver's gonna be like, "No, don't attack him. He actually might help us." Stop, French. <laughs> Bite will be a twenty-two to hit. And the claws will be a 14 to hit. Uh, bite hits. Claws do not. That'll be, ooh, a big six ooh. Uh, piercing. And it is magical. You get a good bite of it, which goes through the webbing. So it's like a sticky, icky bite. But like you bite through the webbing and into this creature. Um, that brings us to Tiburon. Well, if Branch attacked it, I got to get my money back. <laughs> I'm going to go to attack it. I assume I'm close enough, or do I need to move? Yeah, you're close enough. So I'm just going to go for the attack. We got a 20. We got a 19. We got a nat 1. Boo. Uh, first two will hit. That one will miss. That is 13 for 1. And 19 for the other one. Yeah, All right. It's looking pretty torn up and like very like it's definitely trying to retreat, but it's Cotton Randall's web. It's trying to get out of there. So like you have this situation with the Zorn well in hand, at least like you have different approaches. But like in terms of fighting it as an enemy, like it seems like it's uh, all handled out. But suddenly from sort of like the center of the like open chamber that you're entering, a sphere starts to expand of poisonous yellow green fog. It expands out to envelop all of you. It The area becomes heavily obscured. You can't see each other. You can't see um, anything around. And all of you need to roll a constitution saving throw. 14. It's an 11 from Branch. 21 as well. A 19 for Oliver. So Oliver and Tiburon, you'll take half damage. Everybody, it's going to be 5d8 poison damage. Can somebody roll 5d8 for me? Yeah. 24. 24 poison damage. Uh, Tiburon and Oliver, just 12. 12. Okay. But this heavily obscured area of cloud uh doesn't disperse you're still in it you're breathing it that's what poisons you all of a sudden it's also obscuring your vision so that's a big complication and that'll take us back to the zorn who i will say makes a strength save to try to escape the web i'm guessing uh doesn't so it's struggling it probably takes some damage from the toxic gas as well so you can see it struggling. I mean, you actually can't see it because of the cloud, but it struggles. You can probably hear it trying to get away. You hear it struggling, and then you hear just, like, silence from it. And that takes us on to Branch. Bear Ranch will try to uh, sniff out where it is. I mean, it's still right in front of me, I would expect. Uh, I just can't see it because of the fog, right? The Zorn? Yeah, you can tell it is. Well, so, like, uh, your sniffing is terribly impaired by the noxious gas that is everywhere. You pretty much just get, like, a a strong dose of that. In fact, take another two damage from... more deeply inhaling the gas. You get a slight whiff of like the Zorn is still there. 
not much else. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna attack where I think it is then. Here Oliver say, Stop attacking, everyone, stop. Please. Eh, uh, why? <laughs> because because it has information. If we're nice to it, we can we can try to get information. Maybe we can get it to stand still if we beat it up really bad first. Um, am I rolling with disadvantage or anything, Zach? No, you know right where it is, and it's caught in the web, which probably gives advantage against attacks. So, like, it'll, it'll the situation well, will nullify. For the bite, uh, again, it's 24. For the claws, it is 15. Uh, both hit. Oh, okay. That's 14 damage. Um, you bite and hit it with your claws and both attacks just like it's just like suddenly it's not like when you bit it before and it like reacted and it was live and it struggled it's like a sack of potatoes like it's either unconscious or dead can i like drag it back with my teeth like out of the wall yes yes you can you can try to make a strength test that's a 19. So you're dragging it both out of the web and the wall. You kind of like can drag it, we'll say out of the wall, and it's still like the web stretches a little bit, so it doesn't naturally like tear. So you end up pulling it out of the wall, and it just kind of like flops to the ground a little bit on top of you, and you're kind of like stuck in the web, and this thing like, yeah. it just drops like it's unconscious, at least, if not dead. Hey, Oliver, I have it for you. Hit this here. <laughs> that brings us to Randall. I don't think I want to do anything right now. I'm going to listen to Oliver and defer my action. Okay. But I'll take a little vial of something out and prepare it in case it tries something. Okay. It's playing possum. Oh, and I know about that. So then if Randall, like, holds off his turn, then it goes to Sarsa. So I'm going to cast Gust of Wind to attempt to disperse the noxious gas. Good call. So yeah, there's like a strength saving throw for any creatures Scott caught in it, but she's really, it's just going to be, she's going to try and just disperse as much of the gas as she can. Um, so Gust of Wind, that's a cantrip or a spell? It's a spell. So that's like a big like channel of wind you can use to like push people it's around. It's like 60 feet long, 10 feet wide. Ooh. I can concentrate on it for up to a minute. Well, I think all of us would probably have to save if we didn't know it was coming like that. Yeah, go ahead and everybody make a save for that. Because the problem with like you hit this with gut, you hit the like everything with gust of wind and you're in like an enclosed chamber. And so like the wind you fire out not only fires out hard, like it like hits a wall pretty quickly and like pushes back. But also the like noxious gas that you're trying to push away doesn't have a lot of space to move so there's just a swirl of like awfulness everywhere it specifically says that it disperses gas or vapor well so it is it's like somewhat dispersed but first like there's a, there's a lot of chaos <laughs> so everybody make whatever is it like a strength save everybody make a strength, a strength save strength to try save to like yeah maintain your footing nine <laughs> Randall 25 for branch I rolled a net 20. The DC is 17. 25 for Oliver. 30 for Tiburana. Nice. So, Sarsa, what you end up doing is like firing out this gust in whatever direction kind of like you start with and kind of like channeling it around trying to get rid of this fog. Like you've dispersed stuff with this spell before, but like you're encountering that this is kind of like close quarters. So what you end up doing is kind of like turning it around and firing it down the corridor that you came down. 
that's kind of like the best direction to like get as much of the gas out of. And most of your party is able to like buckle down or kind of like back against the wall or grab onto something, except for Randall that just goes like hurtling down the corridor <laughs> with the gas. Are we sure we want to make him a knight? <laughs> I'm just having fun. <laughs> So most of that is dispersed. Sarsa still has that gust going. It brings us to Oliver. Oliver has been, was kind of knelt down, which prepared him for the gust. And then he still has the coins in his hand. He's going to find, do I see the the Zorn kind of like down on, on the ground? Like yeah. It's unconscious. It's all right. Here, have some, have some of this. Uh, we, we're here to help you. And he's going to just try to feed him some coins in his big open mouth. No reaction at all. I mean, I think also you're familiar with the spell Cloud Kill. Uh. And your knowledge of Zorns is that, like, pretty sure they're not casters. They're more just kind of like operating on instincts kind of beasts eating. Yeah. They eat gems and minerals and make sense that they he, he's like the feeding it he's like it's okay it, wait a minute you didn't yeah. cast this <laughs> and he kind of quickly looks around <laughs> do i see any anything else that may have caused this any signs of anything that may like another being or something like that yeah so you turn around and you look and survey the area in kind of like the darkest corner of this chamber that you're looking into you see what again you probably well roll uh you see a figure a large figure dark vision so it's that kind of creepy black and white you know it's like i look i'm looking around you see like oliver's point of view and all of a sudden there's just this like still kind of negative like (laughs) you know navy seal kind of like looking back give me another uh nature check for trying to identify the kind of like outline that you see in the darkness okay oh pretty good uh 22 ah so um you are familiar with slods and they are oh. large, frog-like, not at all cute. The horrific end of uh, frog-like Ugh. humanoid creatures. And this one is like as formidable and scary as it can be. It's got spikes all over it. It has long arms that reach all the way to the ground. So it's kind of like standing upright and yet all on fours. And, um, and what color is it? Because Oliver would want to know. Well, you are in your dark vision, black and white, but like, yeah, that's true. Color of slot is relevant. You can't make out any color at all. But like, if you have any knowledge of slots, this seems like a real big, scary one. <sighs> and that's uh, probably your turn. So, yeah, moving yeah. on to Tiburon. Can I at least say uh, in the direction that I'm facing? I'm like, we have a new combatant yes yeah and you're like very much oriented like warrior battle stance to like anybody like glancing at you has no doubt like it's there (laughs) i'm not gonna attack but i'm just gonna take out my staff and i'll kind of slowly point in the direction of where i see it so that other people with their vision or the torchlight or whatever yeah uh we'll see like there it is so that takes us to tibrum can i see it um, you've got your scabbard, mm-hmm. so 
you can kind of like hold that out to kind of get a better look at it if you want. We'll say you go ahead and do so and cast some light on this creature and kind of see what Oliver was looking at. And um, it does not have a color. It is black. And it is a real scary looking. It has a big uh, maw of sharp teeth and kind of like dead white eyes and spikes coming out of the top of it in this like weird, scary, intimidating stance. Tiburon, don't get close to it. It can infect you. All right. Gotta keep my distance then. And Tiburon will prepare a chromatic orb. I think we'll make it thunder damage or lightning damage. Lightning damage. Okay. Fire it off. All right. 18. So you fire that lightning damage and it hits it and the lightning kind of like overcomes it, which like lights it up for everyone else to see it as well. It kind of like sloughs it off a little bit. It's not affected as, as much as you would hope, but um, uh, roll your, did you roll damage for it? Roll damage for it. Uh, 18 damage. All right, so it is hit by that lightning, and it'll take us back to the slod. So that slod that just got hit by lightning, and it kind of like brings up its long arms, and it casts, and you see a fireball form between its like big frog-like hands and fire out at all of you. So the fireball will, I think that's a dexterity save for everybody. Go ahead and roll that. Crap. Yikes. 19. Also 19. Five. Eight. <laughs> I th- I'm, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to find my, I think I can avoid it. I have evasion, so 18. Um. Okay, so we'll say, so it's going to be 17 damage. And Oliver and the two other people who had high ones can take uh, half damage. I, I take no damage. With evasion, though, right? Yeah. Still a bear. (sighs) And uh, I think that's the Slod's turn. So y'all got this fireball lit up, and that will bring us to Zorn's turn. Zorn doesn't move and brings us back to Branch. branch. I'm going to charge the Slod and attack it. All right, roll those attacks. Bite is 21. Claws are 15. Bite hits. Uh, That is 8 damage already and then i'm just gonna roar at it all right and that takes us to randall randall you got got a target now all right from a distance randall oh okay and so he's gonna uh go back a little bit and he's going to uh take a little uh like broken piece of glass vial that he has tie it on to like a little stick and he's gonna kind of put it in his guitar like this and then launch it out and he's going to cast uh, Melf's Acid Arrow mm, at it. Nice. Range spell attack, which is a 23. Ooh. That'll hit. 44, baby. 10 damage right away. And then it will do 7 damage at the end of its next turn. So it's all covered in acid, uh, which again, like, hits it burned by it you can kind of like see it singeing into it but it doesn't quite react as much as you would hope an, an acid arrow would deter it it's looking pretty like tough and intimidating the kind of like 
you punch the big giant thug and he doesn't really react like he was punched sort of intimidating <laughs> stance like these attacks haven't like startled it as much as you would like it's kind of just standing there and taking the lightning in the acid a little bit um and that'll bring us to sarsa who still has a gust going i think that's a bonus action to move or whatever how far away is he from me close maybe 15 feet at most if i was to change directions and gust him in doing so would i cross paths with any of my compatriots you could slide it. You could like. You could like spin the gust over your head and down on top of it, um, creating a lot of chaos because like the the wind is just like swirling everywhere. But because everybody's been keeping their distance to it on Oliver's direction, like you you've got a straight path to kind of like pull it over your head and point it at its direction. Just to be clear, everyone has kept their distance except for Branch, who has full on. Oh yeah, Branch to, bit it. So you're gonna hit yeah. Branch with a gust that you try to target at the slot, for sure. Just totally fine. That's fine. I wanna I wanna do the thing. So I'm gonna take the gust over my head and point it at them, and, and like I want to be pushing Branch even like further onto him. Like I want to like pin him down with a branch. Can I do that? And like, can I give Branch like? I almost use that as like an assist for Branch with my turn. <laughs> like I would, I would give up my full action just to like give him extra agency. Uh, sure. Like, with my chaos wind. <laughs> sure, <laughs> if you're gonna like really focus, Sarsa has significant yeah. wind powers. It's kind of her <laughs> thing. So I'll say you're able to kind of like use it to kind of like scoop up. <laughs> you kind of like. S- shoot the beam of wind sort of like underneath Bear Ranch to kind of like flip him up into the air and then pull it down and blast the slot backwards into the wall behind it. And then like as Bear Ranch is coming back down, scoop him up again and kind of like push him into it. So that will wow. help help Bear Ranch. I was just, like... just going to pancake them together, but that sounds really good. Let's do that. <laughs> well, I don't know how helpful that yeah. would be, so you'll have to be a little bit more skillful in it. So you're able to pull I mean, that off with your full action. Deep. I just figured if he, he could Mike Tyson him if he needs to, like just get him in there. Uh-huh. Um, so that'll be Sarge's turn. Takes us to Oliver. Oliver, despite having told everybody to keep their distance, is going to rush towards the slot. But I do have... A big pole arm, so I'm going to kind of attack with my 10 foot range and do some dope monk stuff. So I'm gonna attack twice. Okay. 29 to hit. Hit. And oh, 30 to hit. Both hit. Real good. They hit real good. All right. Okay. And then so let's see. Let's do some damage first. 17 bludgeoning and 10 bludgeoning 27 altogether let's have him make a uh, a con saving throw please ec 17 fail 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 oh not gonna fail roll an 18 damn it all right hey i'll do it again all right so the second second hit another con save are you doing like a martial action or something magical it has very i'm spinning a key spinning a key point to do stunning strike for each hit Okay, to roll a 20. Oh, okay, that's worth a shot. For my bonus action, instead of doing f- flurry of blows, I'm, I'm going to use my another key point to, to do step of the wind and, and uh, disengage and, and get away from it. 
without opportunity attack. So I'm going to use my full movement to go back. Okay. You can do that. And it definitely like reaches at you to like take a reaction, like grab you with its claws and try to bite you. And you're just like able to. Albert does a like a backflip, <laughs> like surprising all of you with. He's like, oh, my back. Oh, you know, whatever. And he all of a sudden he's just like, <laughs> and he just kind of like somersaults back, puts the pole on the ground, backflips up. So it definitely like lunges forward at where Oliver was like attempting to react with bite and claws. But uh, Oliver's not there anymore. So no damage and uh, an impressive amount of dexterity. And he just yells out, Branch, get back. Yeah, it's a little bit uh, <laughs> impaired by the bear that's on top of it. Tiburon. So Branch is attacking it. Uh, Oliver backed off. Yeah, Branch is on it. Tibro, uh, Oliver is not. Well, I guess I better go attack it. Do what I say, not what I do. Oliver's direction. <laughs> like, you're going to do uh, what he does. <laughs> actually, give me one second. My sword has the ability to cast uh, Frostbite. Yes. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and do that. So I'm going to get a little close, but still far from, you know, melee range and uh, cast Frostbite. On the slab. I believe it can cast frostbite on a hit. It can like cross cast frostbite through an attack and like ah, uh, so I have to attempt add the that additionally. First. Yeah. Okay, then <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead with my first plan of uh running up to it and attacking it. Do it. Yeah. Seven. A nat twenty and a seventeen. So 27, I don't know, like 30 with the nat 20 and uh, 17. Hit, hit, miss. Nice. And um, I guess with one of those, I will cast Frostbite as I'm doing it. Probably the first one. Okay. All right. 13. So first hit is going to be 13 damage plus 12 Frost damage. And then... The next one is going to be 16 damage, and then the last one, 18 damage. What's that total? So 44 regular damage plus 12 uh, frost damage. Dang. You're right, man. All right. So you wreck it pretty hard with that. That brings us yeah. to the Slod's <laughs> turn. Good boy. And the slot kind of like throws its big arms up to knock both of you back just slightly and becomes invisible. Oh. Hey. Watch your back! That's unfortunate. And uh, roll perception with disadvantage, Tibrone and uh, Branch. Dis- disadvantage, you said? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nat one on one of those. So. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> also a Nat one. Oh! On one Oh, no. Unless I'm percepting with my nose, in which case the advantage and disadvantage. You can smell it somewhere. There's still a slot in the room is what you can determine with your nose. But neither of you has any sense of where it goes because it uses its movement to go somewhere. But you don't know where. Crap. Branch, what do you do? I will attempt to sniff out. Where the death salad has gone. So you can use your turn to try to search it out. Go ahead and roll an uh, investigation check. Investigation was a 16. You're able to not necessarily pinpoint it the way you would uh, 
visually, but like you have a sense of where it went off to the left of each of you, like 10 feet away from where you currently are. Was that my action to, to investigate? I would say yes, since you previously failed your perception so incredibly cool. badly. The caveman will go over to where the death salad is, uh, or where he thinks it is, and say, eh, the uh, invisible thing is over here somewhere. Trying to think if it would get like an opportunity attack if you walked up to it and then just like stood still, but I don't think so. Only on its turn. So that will take us to Randall. Randall, what do you want to do? Well, I think I had previously cast web. You right? did. You webbed the, the Zorn previously. Yes. And it was the Zorn, is, not this hidden thing? No, it was not the slad. And they're not in the same place? Nope. Even in a 20-foot radius or whatever? No, not at all. <laughs> totally different. You are in like a kind of like inside this cave, you're in like basically a campsite that you're kind of chasing this slot around. Not near where the Zorn's unconscious body is. You could web again if you know Cave Bear Ranch told you roughly where it is. Randall is going to uh, reach into his bag of trash and uh, he's going to find like a bunch of old, he's going to pull out like a big like metal uh, vessel and he's going to kind of like pull out like some old French fries that are kind of like in it. It's kind of like this, all this like Mm -hmm. oil and stuff. He's going to kind of like, I'm going to like eat some real quick. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to take the the whole vessel and he's going to throw it and it's going to, um, shatter and break and it's going to mm. leave grease <laughs> oh, grease slick grease covers the ground at a 10 foot square centered on a point right near where he was uh talking about nice it is now difficult terrain and when the grease appears each creature standing in its area must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or fall prone that when can also it, affect us. <laughs> yes it can just yeah um, well it's gonna say, affect say, bear ranch <laughs> randall says Ah, uh, stand back. Stand back, bear. <laughs> Lunges over. Dexterity. Dexterity saving throw. Would I like to succeed at? 16. 10 foot oh, square. Right. So it's probably just the bear and the slot, well, Depending presumably. on which dexterity I get to. I'll do a dex save. Keep in mind, Zach, uh-huh. like the way that I'm flavoring this, like it uh-huh. falls French down, fries. right? It's, it smells like French fries. Delicious. Right? It smells like the fryer in uh, TGI Fridays. Yeah. It falls <sighs> down and then it's going to splash everywhere right so like if something's invisible you know you, you kind of splash grease some would grease cover it? on it i mean I, i'm just telling you i'm just throwing out i'm just throwing options out there for you i, I well, don't roll the three and it's definitely like in that <laughs> radius so i would say you hit it yeah i think just like throwing a big old like puddle of grease at the bear and the slot like that works for me so i think bear gets covered but maintain Matt was your what was your role? Fifteen. I didn't quite make it. So I think Branch like almost manages to yeah, gain like, his footing and like it looks like he's stable. Legs and then out, he... so your belly's all <laughs> greasy out. and gross. <laughs> Blade. But you also do yep. see the slog covered in grease and just like completely like feet slip out from under it and like slams down on its butt, like splayed out, prone, very confused. And there it is. You can see where the slot is. That might even let me do a, like a constitution roll to maintain the invisibility. It does stay invisible, but you can see it like outlined in grease. Get him, move us forward to Sarsa. Sarsa, you can see where this slot is. Yeah, there's a uh, bunch of like camping equipment and like a table and things also covered in grease. French fries <laughs> smells delicious. I'm going now that I can see it. I'm gonna 
try and hit it with a guiding bolt, which I'm going to cast as a third level spell. Actually, you know what? Let's get crazy. Let's do fourth level. Do it. So crazy! Let's get crazy! Is that a attack roll? Yes, spell attack? 13. 13 will miss. No, wait. Yes, it will miss. Oh, you missed. Dope. Uh, that's my turn. All right, Guiding Bolt goes whizzing by it. Oliver, it's your turn. Can I do a stunt? (laughs) If you want, I'll make it happen. Uh, All right, I will... Here's what I here's what I would like to do, mm-hmm. DM. Is I would Oliver would like to be like, don't try this at home, kids, and uh, and he'll he'll run and slide. I would mm-hmm. like to try to do the the slide through the grease. Okay, kind of like uh, what's the thing in Venice with the poles <laughs> with the gondola, Gond- a gondolier. I'm gonna like <laughs> yeah. use my my pole to like gondolier myself across the grease, like <laughs> and. And then if I don't fall in the process, I want to try to attack the the slide and then glide back. So that's what I'd like to do. I don't know what I have to roll. All right. So you can definitely slide in the grease. That's a given. Uh, The question is, can you do can you make contact on your way? So uh, make a dexterity roll. If you want to do acrobatics or athletics there, you can. Uh, I'll definitely do athletics. Okay. because I'm trying to trying to balance it's like a strength trying to balance thing right so can you do instead of adding your strength adding dexterity and then your athletics bonus can you see kind of like what that is yeah That's i can do either can one D. so do an ex- uh, dexterity athletics roll all right um i rolled a one <laughs> plus plus seven so it's an eight <laughs> but it's a, it's a one okay so um, i will say with your one you like full speed dive into the grease and like land on your knees and get ready to like slash it on your way through and just kind of like slip a little extra and just like slide right past it and hit the wall. But then you're at the wall, like you slide like right past the slide. Don't hit anything except you kind of like slam into a wall behind the slide. And then, uh, but you can work from there. So you didn't do your initial maneuver well and you don't look cool. But you can continue to take your turn from there. All right. Well, that didn't <laughs> if go you want to like right. push off and slide back or whatever you want to do, <laughs> uh, is, is it within range of me? Uh, yeah, we'll say it. it's like it's within like five feet of you. Yeah. Okay. You could slide back if you wanted to. <laughs> I, I just I want to attack it and then try to slide away. Like I don't know how much movement the the grease was. Let's do two attacks. I will say okay, basically the- what happens is like you slide past it, hit the wall, and are able to kind of like clamber up to your feet, grabbing onto something attached to the wall, so you kind of yeah. have your footing. You can attack from there, but you're not looking cool. <laughs> it's okay. not a cool move. And we'll it's see like what happens first, after that. First, get into an oil uh, oil wrestling pool yes <laughs> and you're just like you know, oh, yeah. say, say no more i know exactly yeah, i mean we know yeah, absolutely we've all been there yeah okay. all right roll all your right, two attacks let's, let's do some attacks uh the first one's gonna be 18 to hit hit second one is 29 to hit dominant hit uh and i will well let's do some damage for those first 17 bludgeoning plus 14 bludgeoning so it's 31 points of damage okay and I will do, um, for the first attack, uh, let's do, I'm going to use a key point and stunning strike. 
Nice. That's a constitution save. On save 17. Okay. It managed to stay invisible through all of that, but it... Um, oh, well, that means not... my attacks would be with disadvantage, right? Uh, I mean, you could see it because of the grease. Like, the invisibility oh, right. doesn't... Okay. Yeah, you, right. you have it pinpointed. But it does not save the con save, so it is stunned. Yeah! Nice. There you go. Yeah, stun. So it's stunned. So uh, until the end of my next turn, so all attacks have advantage. Um, all, right. all right. In that case, I will use my bonus action to do flurry of blows. Okay. So twenty will hit. Nice. Uh, yeah. So uh, so two hits. I'm going to use one of my maneuvers here. Twelve plus seven, nineteen. Plus, I'm going to do Deft Strike, where I can spend a key point to do a dextra D8 of damage. So 21 extra bludgeoning damage. All right. If I have any movement, I will shuffle Grease my way away from him just a little bit. You can kind of do that in that kind of like ice skating walk where (laughs) each step is like sliding out from underneath you, but you can kind of like waddle (laughs) away a little bit. Trying to trying to get back some coolness like, did you see that? (laughs) The the hitting part, not the approach, but I I did quite well. Uh, Now anyone can attack. Attack. Tiverone, you're up. It's time for some sliced slod. I I figure I'm fairly close, so I'm just going to use my movement to kind of like slide by the slod mm-hmm. as I take an action surge and I attack it twice, which means I get to roll six times. Dang. Okay. <laughs> That's two attacks plus your offhand that you're counting plus action surge. Actually, that might be seven. I get, I get three. Um, oh, you have three attacks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which each attack. Yeah. Offhand would be your bonus. So you could max it up to seven if you wanted to seven. Let's see how these six do first. Just okay. <laughs> yeah. If I still have to reach back over and give it one last poke. We'll, We've uh, established we'll 18 is the AC. So just go and. All right. Give Let's me go. all. Give me what you got. Okay. Ooh, that's a one. Don't count that one. Uh, 21. Uh, ooh, that's 31. That's a nat 20. Oof. That's then, so that's a crit. Uh, just a just a thirty. Just yeah, 30. just a thirty. <laughs> just a little thirty. Twenty-three, oh, yeah. twenty-seven, and then I think this is the last one. Straight twenty. So one miss. Uh one so crit. So for that crit in there, essentially roll like six yeah. hits real quick for damage. Okay. Do it. Okay. So forty-eight and then one more. Fourteen. And then the crit is just double everything, right? The crit is just icing because you have defeated it. So go ahead and describe your victory. You're like yeah! essentially like ice skating past this thing and around however you yeah. want to handle it. All A right. Lot of so, boom. <laughs> As I'm coming in ice skating around, I go for an upward slash, which takes, a, takes out an arm. Then I come with a downward slash, which takes out the other arm on the other end. And then as I'm circling like around it, that's when I go for the immortal head chop and uh, uh, just slice off. It's it's. Uh, do, do, do slots even have necks? They're kind of like you could chain. work your way into a yeah. neck, but it's not like <laughs> it's a strong out. enough hit that it that it makes the top of the torso into a neck somehow and uh, uh, just chops off the head. All right, Dang, it's still yikes. in grease form. Like once you like sever its head, it like appears, but like. You uh, take it out thoroughly. Head is it's a, it is beheaded, and um, you're, you're all done. Well nice. done. Nice. Branch is going to take his big old bear tongue and like lick around his face 
and like enjoy the grease. <laughs> <laughs> then he'll start just licking the grease that's on the Rice. ground <laughs> and the slod. It's it's good, uh, Randall. This is uh, good. Oh yeah, like gather it up. Let's let's keep some of it. And he's gonna go back and he's gonna get it a new little like uh, pot and he's gonna start kind of like sliding it all back in, like with, just with his hands, like trying to scoop up some of the extra grease. It's magical grease. I don't know that you're gonna get more than the original. No, amount. he's an artificer. It's all real. You okay? However that works, he scrapes up as much grease as possible. <laughs> Recharge. Branch continues spell. to follow you and lick up all of the like grease that you're uh, unsuccessful in getting back into the. Oh into yeah, the get in there. Like Winnie the Pooh eating honey. Yeah. Cave bear follows yeah. Randall yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, so you're in this little chamber that is uh, the remnants of a camp. Um, what do you want to do? Look around. There's a grease corner. There's a defeated Zorn still in globs Some of webbing. web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to inspect the defeated Zorn. I want to look around the camp and see if there's any remnants of equipment or clues, journal. or anything. Likewise. I want to inspect the defeated Zorn and see if there's any like magic traces or like what I can glean from that. All right. Let's start with the Zorn. It just ate a bunch of gold. <laughs> Because it ate that off of Tiburon's uh, oh, yeah. treasure. <laughs> so, like, looking at this thing, it's a creature. It's not wearing anything. It doesn't have, like, bags of anything. But if you really want to get literally into it, you could probably cut it open and find some gold <laughs> left in its little Zorn tummy. And who knows what else. And if it's Tiburon's gold, that. no less. <laughs> we'll do that. Yeah. All right, so while the rest really? of you are so like, gonna do that? <laughs> so while the rest of you are like foraging through the camp and kind of like looking through a tent and rifling through papers, Sarsa just like jabs a <laughs> knife into this thing and like cuts it open and rips, pulls the sides apart, and just starts pulling out. Like definitely finds like Tiburon's like sack of coins. Whatever you lost can be recovered. And um, a few more kind of like partially digested gems and kind of like ore and things that it's maybe pulled out of the walls here. And so, um, Tiburon, you are, well, <laughs> Sarsa is able to recover whatever Tiburon lost in coinage. And um, we'll say an extra 200, the equivalent of 200 gold in partially digested. Uh, that's drinking um, money. That's bold of you to yeah. assume that she's giving <laughs> it pretty back. good, yeah. Yeah, no, you don't have to. It's definitely you getting it. Tiburon's probably aware of like, that was, that was mine. <laughs> but uh, there you go. Oh, Oliver, before this, he's just going to yell out, "Don't touch the slod! It it is it contains these little gross little tadpoles that if they get inside your skin, they can infect you, and one will grow inside of you and then burst from your chest. So that's that's bad. <laughs> it's very bad. Unless we want to try to capture one or, or contain one and maybe use it." as an offensive against a future enemy, but it's very dangerous and I highly suggest don't don't touch it. Could be uh, someone should light it on fire. That would be a good idea, but let's wait till we get out of the cave first. Uh, but then I can't eat it. Okay. Don't 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 <laughs> eat don't eat it. I think Branch is being infected by the bear brain. <laughs> is Branch still a bear or is he turning back? He's still a bear a bear for now. Okay. Um, so searching around the camp while uh, Sarsa does her extremely dirty work, you find like 
camping elements, like camping equipment and things like that, prospecting equipment. You do see what you assume are the remains of this uh, dwarf prospector. It doesn't appear oh, to no. be to have made it. And his this, so this is his camp and his equipment, you're pretty sure. Was he married I mean, he was probably slotted or zorned or like it seems to be these creatures that oh, made quick okay. work of him. So the most interesting thing you find, like if you wanted to kind of like scavenge some prospecting equipment, mining equipment, things like that, you could. There's nothing like super magical or anything, but you do find a map. And this map, having a look at it, appears to be his kind of like working model of mapping out these caves. Like the caves underneath Mount Cambion. And so it's cool. got like, you can see kind of like several pieces. It's definitely an incomplete map. There are places where th- kind of like chambers and paths just end. But you can see a diff- couple different entry points. And you can see kind of like other chambers that he seemed to have figured out. And current, including prominently, there's kind of like a big chamber like way far away and nothing specifically connects to it. But it says layer of cambionatrix. Mm. We found a map. This is good. This will help. Uh, uh, the sacrifice of this this gentleman will help our, our quest. Zach, could you write the name of the thing that we that you just called out into the chat? Because Cam- I've already it's already escaped my brain. <laughs> cambionatrix. Is that like a drug? Chromio mattress. Cambionatrix may cause side effects if used incorrectly. <laughs> Consult your doctor if you need to use cambionatrix. Headaches and impotence. May cause slurred speech or seeing of zorns. <laughs> Get your life back with cambionatrix. <laughs> I studied combinatorics in college. No, ah. Branch wouldn't have gone to college. <laughs> well, um, uh, does anyone feel like they need to take a, a break or have a little bit of a snack? Don't eat the slod. I might be needing to uh, just give myself a little wipe down here. Just got my hands a, a wee bit dirty there. <laughs> oh, uh, can, okay, that's... can someone clean branches for her, please? I am very greasy. Uh, so if you're comfortable, you can go ahead and take a short rest there in the little camp, cleared of enemies. I, I don't have the, the magic to clean you, but maybe... Tiburon, do you have that, that nifty magic spell that you can... Whip away the dirt from our no friends. Press the digitation. How oh, is that what this is for? And uh, <laughs> Tiburon casts press the digitation. Nice. <laughs> it can be used for that, but yeah. Hey, thank you. A bunch of slime and grease lifts off the mm-hmm. bear. And does it go anywhere? Can I try and hand it to Randall? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, you can kind of like <laughs> pull it, it up right into in a little here. glob. <laughs> Drop it into Randall's bag. I don't know how long the like Perfect. grease spell lists or the web simple. spell. Um, <laughs> oh, get the web too. Get the web too there, Tipperon. <laughs> it's like an infomercial. Uh, He's got a little headset. It's like, and it goes onto this little ball and you can hand it to your possum friend. So in the midst of your short rest, as you kind of like recharge, regroup a little bit, avoiding the slod carcass, you all get a message through your uh, night symbol. It's Sora. I have a mission for you. I, I need you to return to the portal chamber as soon as possible, if at all possible. Over. Oh, yeah. we are I don't think we respond. I think it's just a message, right? Okay. Yeah. Seems like Sora uniquely has this ability to kind of reach out to knights and give a message. She used it to like all knights in the kind of like coming of the coming of the uh, great turmoil. It seems like she's able to 
target your group specifically unless that message went out to all knights, but probably not. So Randall didn't hear that then. Right. Correct. <laughs> He's just eating yeah. grease and dipping web in it and just kind of... I guess we should head back uh, then. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think we we're done here, right? Well, we have a map. We could always come back. I would like to check out this chamber of Cambionatrix that the prospector wrote down, but it's a layer of Cambionatrix. It sounds very interesting. Does anyone know what that means? A layer is uh, like a place where... I know what a layer is, Branch. I, uh, it's the other Someone one. who doesn't tell the truth. Of? Cambion uh, is the name of the, 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 the layer, the, the town, the city, so... And um, let's, have, let's have Randall roll history. Ooh, wow. What? I'm loving yeah, this. Boy. Eight. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I guess Doesn't I ring know. any bells. <laughs> I don't even know what a cambion is. <laughs> yeah, we should ask in town, perhaps. Uh, uh, the people will know what it is. Tiburon, the I, nerd. I. I don't know. Ask him. Well, uh,. We've been summoned, so we should probably go back. Uh, if anybody wants a ride, uh, Branch will stay in bear form. <laughs> Are bears fast animals? No, but it means you, you don't have faster? to walk. Yeah, you get to wear, ride a bear. It's cleaned off. They just kind if of. I could like ride a, if I could ride a bear, I would. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, fair, but I don't think that saves us any time. It like doesn't. Lumbering. But do you want to ride a bear a lot? <laughs> Who's riding the bear? I can only take like one. I think I'll ride the bear. Sarsa rides the bear home. You're able to travel back. Takes a 40 an, feet per uh, <laughs> per turn. There you go. You're wow. able to travel the 30 that Randall walks and like kind of sniff sniff things along the way. Take a leisurely pace. You're able to make your way back to Cambion um, relatively unimpeded and um, continue on through the. Through the town to the portal chamber, if that's where you want to go directly. Could we stop? The portal chamber is in the fortress. I want to say castle, but what's the whatever yeah. that mm-hmm. the main should think? The um, fortress that's built into the mountain, which you've just fortress, kind of like right. entered into. So our friends there who run the place, Riggs and company, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, they, I think we should stop off and ask them about the combinatorics. Can be an atrix. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so as you're walking in, you actually run into Lady Dahlia, and um, you're able to ask her, kind of like show her the map that you found and wipe a little grease off of it along the way and kind of like ask her about. So specifically, where is marked layer of Cambionatrix is not like directly connected to any particular route, but you can kind of see some options like this prospector. Maybe like had that information from somewhere and like separately has kind of sketched in. I tried this cave and it went to here and I tried this cave and it went to here. So he was like creating this kind of like map of the inner workings of the mountain. And uh, Lady Dahlia has a look at it and says like, ah, oh, yes, uh, can be an atrix. Yes, uh, that was the well, it's the it's the dragon that our town is named after and, and the mountain itself. Yes, uh, can be an atrix was the dra- generations ago, hundreds of years ago. Yes, there's a, a dragon that lived here inside the mountain and it was defeated and so i i suppose that's the the layer has been it, been lost to us for for many generations it was collapsed and caved in but uh i suppose that's a perhaps this prospector was trying to find it 
a dragon, you say? That's that's glorious. Yes, Cambion Atrix. Hey. It's the name of Cambion and Mount Cambion. Yes, it's named no. after the dragon. How uh, how sure are you that the dragon is uh, not uh, still alive? Well, it hasn't been seen for hundreds of years, so fairly sure. We've had much greater bother since then. Okay. Now that Could works for me. Could Probably dead. <laughs> Maybe sleeping. Sleepy dragon. Stranger things have happened.